0: Hello, this is Marquita de Jesus, and this reading is for Christy, born August 2nd, 1966. So I'm looking at your chart, and what I'm noticing right away is so much of what I'm seeing is a reflection of what you've been learning and conversations that we've been having. Um, So I just want to applaud you for doing your work because you are very (laughs) self-aware. Your chart is showing me many of the things that you have brought up in recent conversations over the last um, several years, actually. So while sometimes you may seem or feel like you're distracted or um, onto something else, you are actually um, coming to understand yourself as... Uh, a, whole, a whole person, um, because who you are and who your chart is, is like the exact same. Um, I don't always see this, but it's, it's kind of cool to know someone as well as I do with you and see a chart that matches almost um, exactly with what I know. So um I do want to let you know that your sun is in Leo, which I think you already know, but your moon is in Aquarius. So what that means is our moon is our more um, subconscious side of who we are and how we process things. Um, and so yours is in Aquarius, which is highly ideal, but also detached. Um, that means that it could be easier for you than for others to, um, let go of relationships or, um, not necessarily hold on to people as long as they hold on to you. Having said that Capricorn rules your 12th house, so you can hold a grudge, but you can detach from people, if that makes any sense. Um, So I would just say if you are noticing with yourself that you're not reaching out to others as much as you might expect that you would, just remember that that's also a part of who you are and you probably can see other times in your life where you have wanted um, a higher level of detachment than maybe other people in your family when you were growing up or in um, love relationships. Um, that that is something important to you. So creating time and space um, to honor that part of you is is really important. So I'm also seeing that um, your Mercury is in Leo, which makes a lot of sense. Leo is the performer, the expressor, and um, communication is really important to you. The really great thing about your chart, though, is that even though you are in Leo and you're so expressive. Um, Mercury isn't ruling a lot of your energy, meaning when we go through those Mercury retrograde cycles, you're not really inclined to kind of lose communicative control. If that makes any sense, like you don't um, really shoot like shoot first and think later. Um, so that's a really positive trait. I was kind of expecting, because you are such a communicator, for Mercury to be a little bit more of a player in your chart, but Mercury is kind of tucked safely into Leo, and so where Mercury shows up in your chart is is always really positive. So um, I just wanted to give you that, because I know sometimes... Um, When we see Mercury Retrograde in magazines um, or on the internet, it's like it's always bad. But for you, you are one of those rare people who Mercury Retrograde doesn't really affect you as strongly as it affects some other charts. So I just think that that is really great knowledge to know um, moving forward. Now, having said that... (laughs) Um, You are really affected by the larger planets. Um, You have a lot of Venus, Mars, Jupiter energy in your chart. Um, That's really powerful. Um, It it shows really masterful energy just by design. So those are really the retrograde cycles that you want to pay attention to. Um, I'm bringing that up because this year has been a crazy uh, retrograde cycle for all of those planets, um, really starting around May. And those planets are actually all back in Capricorn, and things are kind of coming back around here in um, September and October with more prograde um, um, movement, but for Mars, Mars is about to go into retrograde on September 9th. And so I'm going to talk a little bit more about that because you do have a lot of Mars energy in your chart. Um, but I think it's also really important to know that this Venus, Mars, Jupiter, um, relationship that's in your chart is all in cancer. Um, cancer is the, the feeling sign of the Zodiac is very, um, empathic cancer. Um, also has a lot of emotional depth. And so, um, this might be a really, really good time to channel some of that emotional depth and think about um, helping others or, or sharing your insights, whether that means writing things down, but finding a way to do that because this energy is really serving you there. So, something to watch out for. Um you have Pisces as your ascendant in your first house and Saturn is ruling your first house and you also have some Lilith energy there. Now, some astrology readings will tell you that this is not a good thing um to have in your chart, but I don't believe that there's any negative energy out in the universe for us. So, I'm just going to explain this in a way that will probably make a lot of sense to you. So this Saturn energy, Saturn moves incredibly slow and Saturn comes to test the stability of things. Now historically, many astrologers have looked at Saturn as a planet with a lot of negative impact. But it doesn't necessarily have negative impact. It just tests the stability of whatever it is that you're building so that it can last. Meaning, if I build a house and the house has no foundation and a storm comes through and blows the house down before it's completed, what was bad about the storm? Do you get what I'm saying? Like... It's not that Saturn in this placement in your chart is bad. It's just it will test the waters for you so that whatever you're doing, you're actually building for the long term and for your own stability. Because you have some Piscean energy there with Saturn, it can really affect your emotional health. When you're seeing these things happen, so you can become extremely self-loathing or um, look for blame or or really channel these things that happen in life as kind of like targeted so really resist the tendency to do that um, Pisces is also the last sign in the zodiac which means it's the wisest and karmically it's the sign where we bring all of our knowledge and experiences from all the other lives that we've lived into this life so if Saturn is here to test your stability just know that you have all the experiences that um, before you even came and incarnated into this body to withstand those trials. You also have some Lilith energy that's there. Again, some astrologers astrologers will tell you Lilith is, you know, negative energy in your chart. However, Lilith is the voice that we have for the oppressed. Lilith represents the first woman that was created alongside Adam before he decided he'd rather make a woman. himself (laughs) who could obey him and so Lilith represents our our need to stand on our own to not be defined um, by another and to use our voice to not be oppressed to speak up for ourselves and so you have all those energies coming together and that's like right there and you're ascending in your first house so These are things that are going to come up again and again throughout your life. They probably already have in different situations, and so I would just encourage you to not judge a situation or keep your ideas about a situation static, Um, especially if it was traumatizing or a hard time. Really put yourself in a position where you can rethink how you've reacted to something in the past that ultimately worked out for your own benefit and is empowering your voice now. So because you have all of this positive energy here, you know, between Venus, Jupiter, Mars, Uranus, honestly, I think anytime these planets come together, Um, these are big power players in our universe and it's letting us know incredible things about ourselves. That's how I read that, um, is showing me that, you know, you are really meant to have success in partnerships. So, and there's a lot in your chart about the importance of friendships, um, that really pour into your life, which this is something I've known about you since I've met you, um, that is like really in your in your different houses is coming up like over and over and over again and so i just want to reemphasize that partnership is something that is important to you again you have that capricorn ruling your 12th house so you do have a tendency to um hold grudges if you feel like you've really been wronged but because partnerships are so important to the pleasure you derive out of life, um, as well as, you know, your, your detachment, that's important too. Like I would just make sure that you're getting some level of um, quality alone time, but also having a really good time with other people and then um, really reviewing how you've reacted to things in the past and making sure that you're not holding on to any negative emotion. So, kind of focusing a little bit more on this Mars energy. Um, so, you have your Mars in Cancer, which um, can actually be a little bit passive aggressive. Um, so, you know that's kind of like a strong statement, but it the way that you handle um, conflict or um, if you're in a in a situation that maybe feel uncomfortable. Typical Mars energy, like if you had your Mars and Leo, like you want victory, you are competitive, but Mars and Cancer is a little different. Um, Mars and Cancer wants peace. And so you can have a tendency to be passive aggressive if you really feel like you want to get a certain point across. Um, Another aspect of this this, uh, joining together of energies is that you can be a very active hobbyist, meaning... um, you can derive a lot of pleasure from your life just from your hobbies. So sometimes people try to put a lot of emphasis on what they do for work as their highest form of of pleasure or what goes on in their family dynamic or travel or vacation. But hobbies are actually really important to you in your chart. So if that's not something that you focus on, I would just encourage you to really – Pick up a hobby that you think is really fun, um, because of Cancer's placement in in your chart. Hobbies like cooking or um, things that you would do at home, painting, um, listening to music. There's also some risk associated with where Jupiter falls in your chart. So, um, like. Risk (laughs) taking—I don't know, like if you were traveling and you wanted to do like a daredevil type thing, or like that—that's all kind of a part of your chart. And these things really bring you a lot of pleasure. Like other people would be like, "Oh, that's cool," you know. They don't necessarily have, um, they don't—they don't necessarily get that. But for you, it is important, and so it can be difficult, especially as an adult, to prioritize a hobby. But it's really important for your chart. So because Mars is going into retrograde soon, this is a really good time to review that and say, you know, what hobbies am I doing that I really enjoy? Um, And also cancer. So cancer is in both your fifth and your sixth house. And so what I'm seeing with that is you could potentially have some stomach issues like throughout like health, like in your gut. And so, um, I think cooking would actually be a really good activity for you to pick up, um, especially if it's just interesting, um, like meals. I, I think you would really enjoy that. I think it would bring you a lot of pleasure, but it also will help protect, um, your gut health. So the last thing I really want to focus on is, um, with this retrograde energy, it is kind of slowing down um, Mars's aggression. So you're moving into a place here for the next two months, from about September 9th to November 13th, where you are going to get a break kind of from that um, Mars cancer feeling that's normally in your chart, which is going to naturally make you a little bit more reflective. And so I would just encourage you during this time To become hyper aware of your emotions and how you relate to people. Mars is an energy that seeks victory. Um, And, you know, if you're not necessarily in the pursuit of something, how are you feeling? You know, how can you um, channel that energy into something positive? Again, you have a lot of energy around your hobbies. So this might be a good time to start one or to find one and then start one after November 13th, which again, if you're cooking, that's perfect time of year to cook, um, or start dabbling with, with certain things. But, um, activities in the home are really going to become positive during this time. And, um, Yeah, I would love for you to to focus on that. You may also notice that you are being a little reactive during this Mars retrograde because for most people, they are already reactive. And now that Mars is going retrograde, that is going to soften. But because you actually have more passive aggressive energy, you may notice that you're more likely to speak up or more likely to be reactive than you normally are. Um, So that is also coming with this retrograde cycle. I also want to point to your eleventh um, house is really focused on your social and intellectual security, um, so really make sure that you you strengthen those bonds, whether it's you know reading a book or surrounding yourself with intellectual friends that you really respect. Um, your tenth house is sort of your work house, which I know you've been going through um, a lot with that. But the interesting thing, like I said, Christy, you are really knowing yourself in your 10th house is all about travel and adventure. Um, and it's saying that that is what's going to become more and more important as you grow older. And so I know, you know, you are in this really kind of crazy time of transition where you're trying to figure out your work, but a lot of your chart is not about your work. And I think you are really starting to feel that and to actualize that. Um, your chart is really becoming about, you know, your friendships, your traveling, like, adventure. Um, it's even encouraging, like, crazy sports, like, every now and then just to kind of have that that wild sense of, like, getting that energy out. And then hobbies um, in your home life is also letting you know that it's okay to be detached and... It's okay to have those times alone because that's important to the making of you, but you do need to prioritize partnerships. And so that might be something that comes through your work. Um, it is encouraging to be you to be creative in your work, but it's also showing me with all these influences of these huge planets, you're not really going to stay in one place workwise for very long. So don't hold yourself to things that are not like who you are on the inside, right? Your natal chart is a picture of the universe the moment you were born. And it's saying all this really specific information about who you are um, and this level of discovery later in life. Because Saturn is ruling your first house, a lot of this discovery is, you know, is stable. Like what you learn, like that's what it is, you know? Um, And this also takes a long time to get here. So I would just say be gentle with yourself, enjoy yourself, um, seek, you know, pleasure and and travel and continue to invest in this new adventurous side of life because it's exactly what you're moving toward. Um, So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this reading and I look forward to connecting with you soon.